This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hello. Hello. I'm Cass. I'm Emma. This is Honey Dewey Broadcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wanted you to say it. Oh, thank you for yeah. the opportunity. Opportunity. How are you? I'm okay. Fine. Doing all right. Okay. It's been a hard mental health time, to be totally honest. And let's just dive right into it. TMI. I was laying in bed the other night. Okay. And I just like, my labia started to kind of <laughs> hurt. <laughs> We are diving right in. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I need to check what's going on. Uh And I felt it, and there was a bump on my inner labia, like a hardish, small bump. So, like, smaller than a pea, about a pinhead. About a pinhead. (laughs) That Um, is very small. And it, like, but it was hard. And it, like, was definitely a thing. It wasn't just, like, my labia doing their thing. Right. Um, So I got a little nervous. I wasn't totally sure what was going on. So I went to Mr. Google. Uh Sure. (laughs) And I think it was a Bartholin cyst. Okay. To be totally honest. That's a very, uh, does that a word you put all pulled out of your butt? Or did you look it up? I made it up. Um, So, which is a fluid filled lump near the vaginal opening. It's rarely serious, but when infected, it can be painful. Okay. So um, it made me frustrated that I had never heard this term before and that this was not covered in like high school sex ed or that nobody had ever mentioned anything and I just get an angry bump yeah well Uh it just made me think about like how shitty it is to not talk about these things and also how like shameful it can be and how weird it can feel because it's like yeah it's a bump on my labia but I don't really want to call my doctor because it doesn't feel like that big of a deal right um but I also don't really want to talk about Call it. up at 9 p.m. <laughs> I have Hi. a bump. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh-huh. It was definitely okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it went away on its own. That's good. So, there you go. Labia do some funky things. Yes, they do. I had sex once, and I think it was just, like, more friction than usual. Mm. And one of my bigger labia. <laughs> what? I said bigger dick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Anyways, and one of my labia swelled up to like three or four times its size for like an entire day. But like I only didn't freak out because my roommate had that um, Mm. in college and her mom, who was a nurse, just said like, give it time, you know, take like maybe a colder shower or something, but it's probably just from like friction or heat or like don't wear underwear, whatever. But so I didn't freak out, but I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like it was uncomfortable. Well, and I'm so glad that you knew what it was Uh from that past experience, but like that past experience is so random. I know. So if that hadn't happened, that would have been so scary. And I feel like 
kind of going back to what Luna Matata said on her first episode with us about going down. It's like we treat vulvas and vaginas as, as if they are so complicated. Right. And so it's like, well, how could I ever learn all of the things that can happen to a vulva or vagina? And it's like, yeah. because you fucking can. It's not yeah. complicated just because we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it because we aren't fucking taught about it and we mm-hmm. don't talk about it enough. Yep. So... Absolutely. I had a bump, <laughs> had and a bump. it is what it is, and it was okay. And I'm glad I didn't freak out, but it's not like I had ever heard somebody talk about this right. ever. And maybe I'm just not looking in the right places, but also I feel like there should be billboards about this <laughs> yeah. because the fear alone, that's stress. And we don't yeah. deserve to go through that just because our vulvas are deemed complicated. Right. Absolutely. So so you found like a whole thing on it. So I found a whole thing. But then I just got really interested in labia. Okay. You know what I mean? As you um, do. As you do. And so I found this article on Balesa that was talking about Audis. Right? And so that's okay. when your inner like lips. Belly buttons? <laughs> um, kind of. But that same analogy is transferred oh, to oh, a vulva. Okay. So an Audi is considered when like the inner labia are longer or go outside of like the outer labia. I never realized now that we're not wearing headphones how loud we talk in this <laughs> shared space. But I'm so happy for everyone around us who is learning. Again, learning, growing. sharing, understanding. So now when our neighbor finds a lump. Lump on the labia. On the lab. On the lab lump. <laughs> a little lab lump. They're not going to freak out. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, my neighbors. They told me <laughs> I remember all the lab Barthel incest. Barthelincest. Please continue. Anyways. Sorry. Okay, and so I feel like... Um, Audis are not, I, I know this, Audis are not um, fairly represented in porn. Right. <laughs> and so mainly the vulvas that we're seeing are what would be considered innies. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that leads to a lot of shame, a lot of people not feeling comfortable. And just the idea that like we don't see a lot of everyday vulvas unless we're seeking them out. Um in like the, the media. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me the long bulbs. <laughs> Give me the long bulbs. But here's what I found out okay. from this article. Audis are more common. Yeah, I was going to say, like, mm-hmm. everyone I've talked to, we, like, talk about our labia as, like, mm-hmm. a very present thing. Yeah. In our lives. Not something that's, like, tucked up and under. No, it's not. Mine's not tucked. <laughs> mine's that's not why tucked. some athletic shorts are uncomfortable. <laughs> Most athletic wear. It's very uncomfortable. Is it, if I can't go commando fupa. with those, I can't can't free lab that. Talk about camel toe. I'm, I'm going to come back him. to free balling later because I have something else on that. Um, but I can't free lab a pair of uh, no. gym shorts. It's not gonna. She's gonna be raw. She'll be feeling some chafe. Yeah, <laughs> three to four times the size. Easy. <laughs> You wear yeah. basketball shorts and I'm going to free Honestly, ball. It's more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> just show up. Basketball shorts. I'm just switching to basketball uh, shorts permanently. Oh, Cass isn't wearing underwear today. I get it. <laughs> she needs basketball shorts to contain I ran out leg. of undies. <laughs> this is what we're left with. You know, laundry day. <laughs> She's gotten really good at basketball lately, too. Swishing. Swish, swish. Making hoops. <laughs> Making hoops and making soups. Am I right? Yeah, am I right or am I right? Modern housewife. Anyways, back to the article, back to the science. Uh Um, There's nothing like specifically different about Audis other than the visuals of it. It doesn't change the way sex feels. Maybe just changes the way gym shorts feel. (laughs) 
<laughs> just gym I shorts. I don't know. If you have an innie... Add that to the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Avoid these shorts at all costs. At all fucking costs. <laughs> but if you have an innie, I would love to know. Do you have the same issue with yeah. shorts? Yeah. <laughs> Or, or like I don't really uh, free lab jeans, but <laughs> to anybody that. that does, it's not great. It doesn't sound great. No, it sounds even worse. Sounds even worse. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing. I'm not done. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please go on. One of the most important things that this article talked about was labiaplasties, uh, and I am not one to judge anybody for doing whatever they want to do with their body. And I think it's really important to think about why people are getting labiaplasties and the fact that um, in 2019 the number of labiaplasties was 164,000. Wow. Um, and that does not include private practices mm. necessarily because they aren't required to report. So that could be massively underselling how many there are. And this was the wildest thing that I heard. Um, many of the people seeking surgery are under 18. Jesus. So minors are getting labiaplasties. They're not even full labed up. No, you're not even full labed. And I just, <laughs> I thought that was fully torched. Shocking. Yeah. And di- like really upsetting. I mean, when you think about, I love where this is taking a turn. We should have a really big conversation about this. When you think about that, it's like, what type of messaging has, you know, minors been mm-hmm. getting about mm-hmm. their bodies? Yeah. To make them change so young. Mm-hmm. Such a big alteration. Yeah. On like, typically societal like sexual parts. So yeah. it's like, what do you think is like actually like appealing? Like, what are you being told? Well, and there are some cases where it is, you know, yeah. medically necessary if mm-hmm. there's, I don't know, an infection or if they are like so large that they do right. get in the way of your existence. I don't know how else to phrase that. <laughs> They're hamburger bunning everything <laughs> that you got. I mean, more power to you at that point. But if there's a medically necessary reason for you to get a labiaplasty, we fully support you yeah. in that. And it fucking sucks that people are getting them for purely aesthetic reasons. For aesthetic, yeah. Especially as a minor. Right, that's crazy. Yeah. Bananas. Banana potatoes, as my uh, coworker says. Yeah, banana potatoes. <laughs> crazy. So... That just kind of blew blew my mind. What a um, intellectual weekend you had <laughs> looking up things labia about the things. Bad, labia things. Did you do anything else with your weekend? I've gotten in the fold. <laughs> I've gotten in the fold. This weekend was threefold. <laughs> Three, fourfold. Fourfold. Oh, yeah. Two bigger than the other. <laughs> two longer, two other bigger. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, only other update I have is... I have been trying to edge more during masturbation. Oh, cool. Um, So to extend the time, and my orgasms have been so much more intense. 10 out of 10, like really fucking good. So if you, I I won't say I'm edging for like 20 minutes or anything like that. I'll like get close and I'll be like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. And then I'll get back to it. Okay, so very Um, short windows. Yeah, very, very short windows. Uh, I think I did it four times. Whoa. Which I will say was incredible yeah i don't always want to do it that many times because i will say one time when i tried it i kind of lost it yeah because i was so frustrated my body was like stop teasing me (laughs) i'm gonna leave i'm gonna keep teasing me (laughs) that's what my orgasm said so (laughs) i've got places to be and she didn't come back yeah (laughs) and i tell you what 
she did not come so. back. So, well, good for you. Thank you. Snaps for you. Snaps for Cass. For edging and labia. For edging and labia. <laughs> good job with your cyst. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I had a, um, I guess you could say transformative sexual experience <gasps> last night. Those are my favorite words. Strung yeah. together in one sentence, one You're after the other. gonna hate it. Oh, You're God absolutely a. You spit, huh? It. There was spit. <laughs> you dirty whore. You there absolutely was are gonna hate it. <laughs> you dirty whore. Oh my god. That's the best uh lead in to what I'm about to say. You idiot. Yes, there was spit involved. Um I've always wanted I've wanted to explore different bodily uh we know things on me. <laughs> um and my boyfriend that's why and I, he shit on your face. And that's why he pooped on my face. No, he did there not do go. that and we did not do that. Okay. No. No, do not okay. spread that rumor. <laughs> Um, spread that rumor, spread them cheeks. Ew. <laughs> Continue. Saying Fuck. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> Go. So last night we were hot and heavy and getting a little dirty, and mm -hmm. I said, I want you to spit in my mouth. <gasps> and he did. <laughs> happy for you. Not happy for me, but happy for it was you. Amazing. Really? It was, we both were like, that is so hot. Oh my and god! And it's not gonna be every time. He was like, "So when do you want me to do it?" And I was like, "Not every time. <laughs> you have you to need ask. like a special tap." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "It has to be when it's like rough mm -hmm. and like we're toying with like you being the dominant, mm -hmm. like, not in the middle of love." Not making. That's what he said. I was like, "Sometimes it's love making, <laughs> and sometimes I want to be spit on." You know? I, I want you to fuck me and spit in my mouth. <laughs> I can't like uh, I I know you hate it, but it was so good. I'm so happy for you. It was bananas, like bananas potatoes. Banana potatoes. So we did it like a few times while we were like just having sex. Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't expecting it, but he did it when I came. <laughs> this podcast took a new level of TMI. Yeah. I love it for you. Yeah. Oh so, my god, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. It was really fun. And we tried a new position, so that was cool too. What was the position? Um, I was on my stomach and my leg was like so we were off the bed, so he was standing okay. off the bed. And my one of my legs was kind of like up at like a ninety degree angle. Okay. And the other one was kind of just straight back. So he just like more All right. room for entry. More way to torque. <laughs> more torque. You know? <laughs> And then he spit in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> so that's my update. I'm so happy for yeah. you. That's a beautiful update. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a really that's good time. That's family dinner table update. I, you know, I was bummed that I couldn't go home for Thanksgiving. I, I would have said that. <laughs> Mammy, Peppy. <laughs> I have a fun update. I have a fun update. It's a Transformative, if you will. <laughs> you guys said you wanted to hear more about my life, so. Get in it. I Get in the am. fold. <laughs> Get in my folds. <laughs> oh. oh, my God! But yeah, those are my updates. It was it was really fun. Congratulations. We had a couple. We had different weekends, you could say. Slightly, slightly, but yeah. overall, we both finished. Uh, finished. <laughs> we both came. We both came. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. 
making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Speaking of things, so you did a lot of research. Uh-huh. I did a little research. <laughs> Mama did a little research, I also too. did research, but it's because I was bored. Okay. <laughs> and I was bored at work, as I typically am. And I'm like, what are some sexy like world records? Ah! Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm in. So I'm going to ask you what you think the answer okay. is. Okay. Um, and I'm going to give you a few different world record examples. Okay. What What is the best one? I'm going to do... Okay, I'm going to do this one. The longest masturbation session. What do you think the world record is for that? That's hard. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say 36 hours. <laughs> okay. That's... That's just insane. And that's obviously (laughs) over. But I will tell you, you're not close at all. (laughs) It is a third of that. But 10 hours and 10 minutes. That's a long time. That's a long time. I don't know why I said 36. I was also (laughs) thinking of like breathing and like, Mm -mm. okay, that's like hand to puss. Or or to wean. It was a man. Oh. So... Potentially so a ween. Know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, with a, <laughs> okay, this is Todd, however. Um, <laughs> according to Mel Magazine, a 43-year-old bisexual man with a master's degree in f- physical sciences. <laughs> you would need one. Is gearing up to break the world record, which has since increased to 10 hours and 10 minutes. So this man is trying to break that record. Oh, which wow. I wonder His how name is trained. Todd. Todd. That's my dog's name. <laughs> it sure is. And it's your dog. Just kidding. That's Ugh. disgusting. Okay. Um, oh, wait. There's a really funny one. Most. God, where are you? Most queefs in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 15. 15? Way more than that. Like, way more than that. What? Yeah. <laughs> How short are they? I guess. <laughs> Like poppers. There's got they're got like poppers. Okay, uh sixty-four. No, ninety-three. What? I told that to my boyfriend and he's like, that's three queefs a second. <laughs> and I was like, thank you for the fast. It time. is. Thank you for that. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? Damn, that is that's nuts. Uh-huh. Nutty. I know. Okay. Longest ejaculation by distance. Ten feet. Longer. 15 feet. Longer. 20 feet. 18 feet, 9 inches. Disgusting. That's a great white shark's length. (laughs) (laughs) I can. That's so far away. So you could do a cum shot Uh from across the room. From across the room. Like a big room. Yeah. A big room. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is just, I'm 
absorbing these facts and unable to fully process them. Okay, I'm gonna give you one more. Okay. <gasps> okay, greatest speed of ejaculation. I don't even know what that fully means. Like how long it this took one's someone crazy. to ejaculate? No, like how the velocity? Yeah, I don't. I have no concept of speed other than a car. So okay, just pick a car speed. Ten miles per hour. Mr. Schultz, the ejaculation legend. This is quoted in Whew. this article. Is responsible for a jet stream of semen traveling at forty-two point seven miles an hour. That could put an eye out. That could knock you off your goddamn feet. I think. Oh my! I don't know. If something hits you at almost fifty miles an hour, that's freeway speed. Yeah. What a pitch. <laughs> what a pitch. Also, a think about if that up. goes in someone's mouth. That'd go through your that head. Would cut you. Or three in your body. You can get your tonsils removed that way. <laughs> <laughs> Just a clean cut. Clean cut. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. That's insane. I didn't even read that one earlier. This one was I was reading right now. Well, power to that person. Oh my god, that's insane. A oh. jet stream. <laughs> 42.7 miles an hour. So those are um, my fun facts that I, I researched. Less I appreciate, but not necessarily. Thank you. There's no I hierarchy think those, here. There is no hierarchy. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for uh, that time that you dedicated. Thank to me. you yeah. for learning us. Uh, <laughs> learning us. <laughs> learned it. Um, here's what I did. Uh, you don't know this about Emma and I, but sometimes we like to go on missed connections. Oh yeah, on we do. Craigslist uh -huh. and read our favorite ones. I was like, "What are you going to tell them? <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say, you dirty slut? <laughs> you dirty whore!" <laughs> That's amazing. You never yelled that at me, but I like it. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> jokes on you. I like it. <laughs> That's one thing missing from my weekend was being called that. So thanks. So your boyfriend can take note from me. <laughs> yeah. I found a couple of my favorites from across the country. Okay. Um, across the country. And they country. are fabulous. And I would like to point out, we're not judging these people. Fucking go off. If you want to post on Craigslist, I, know I also find it interesting to post on these things I also find it Craigslist. curious. Like, yeah. I'd like to learn I'd like about to learn you. more. Um, also, Cass has an excellent voice for reading misconnections. <laughs> oh, that gives too much pressure. Sorry. Also, can we just say we are uh, elevating these posts so there's a better chance. Yeah. <laughs> that their them misconnection sees them. Yeah. Okay. Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. 
Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code DEWME for 10% off. Hot guy freeballing at park near my apartment. I'm curious to know what freeballing means. I'm glad. Uh, let me give you the Google definition really quick. To wear no underwear under one's outer clothing. Okay. Okay. Back to the to misconnection. The we made eye contact and said, what's up? <laughs> I wanted to see if you wanted to come to my nearby apartment to have some fun while watching football. Lots of football left this Sunday. <laughs> Hit me up if you see this. I'm a sub looking to service while we watch the games. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. amazing. So this person who had missed the connection apparently was eyeing someone who was freeballing at the park. Mm -hmm. If you're not freeballing, you're not living. Ball is life, man. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Balls are life. <laughs> Balls are life. Labs are life. <laughs> Balls and labs is life. Um, this one is a little long, and you're gonna wonder why I picked it until the last sentence. Okay. Okay. Thank you for doing um, the thorough reading. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, to the beautiful woman who cheered me on during my deadlifts. <laughs> <laughs> so every man ever at Gold's Gym. <laughs> I was trap bar deadlifting, doing some heavy sets next to you and your friend, and you encouraged me. Definitely pushed me through being hyped up by such a beauty. We chatted for a Stop bit it. while we worked out together, and I didn't even get to asking for your number at the end of it. <laughs> it felt so dumb. And didn't want to creep up later. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hoping you see this, or I see you around and don't let the moment pass me by again, since you are not only stunning, but real fun and easy to talk to. Hilarious how my Halloween costume lined up with a movie you and your son saw recently. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. You and your son. That's the end. Your bitch ass kid. <laughs> your bitch ass kid. <laughs> Some heavy <laughs> lips. Mm -hmm. For truth. Yeah. For truth. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, keep going. Let's head to a Rite Aid on One Hundred and One. <laughs> that's the title. It's in Rite Aid on One Hundred and One. I was going for the transition. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We were talking in Rite Aid. You were looking for condoms, and I showed you where they were. You were so cute. Loved that green dress. Would love to see you again. Hope you see this. Please write. <laughs> please, please, dear God, write. <laughs> For fuck's sake, write. <laughs> I need to see that green dress on the floor. Bring the condoms you bought. It's so important. We have shared interests. I like your we dress. We both like condoms. <laughs> I like green. You clearly do too. <laughs> please, dear God, write. Here's the last one, and this oh. one's interesting because it's not quite a missed connection; it's a seeking. Okay. Um, so I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure there is a section the, on Craigslist for that, but this was in like a blank seeking blank yeah. connection. Yeah. Um, looking for female soulmate, anime gamer lover. Cool. I am a 30 year old male, interested in meeting a woman who is like minded and computer literate. <laughs> so like. Knows Excel. Yeah. <laughs> How many years of Excel experience also, do you want? <laughs> finding the love of your life because they're computer literate. 
is amazing. That's knowing Bless what up. you want and going for it. Um, I love video games and anime. I love pizza, spicy foods, all types. <laughs> I am slim, having lost a lot of weight over the last year. I am patient, but tenacious in an argument. <laughs> Ew. I am not too interested in sports. I go to the gym and have started yoga classes to meet people. I am tired of all the computer websites and give nothing but take money events. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired of all the computer websites that give nothing but take money events. I don't do bars as I don't like the taste of alcohol. A man after my own heart. <laughs> um, and $5 for sodas is a waste of money. Preach, my guy. <laughs> Absolutely. fucking literally As a sober, is. curious woman myself. <laughs> I don't meet the rest of the uh, the requirements, but anyways, um, I am handsome and 5'10". <laughs> I have not traveled out of the USA as yet, but thinking Japan might be on my list. Um, I would like the woman I meet to be a working person and educated through college. I have a BS. I do like ice cream. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm not done. I don't drink coffee, but there are other things to get at a Starbucks in my neighborhood. It would be nice to hear from someone. <laughs> I do like ice cream. Why did he throw that in with the foods? I don't know. But oh this my God. man laid it out on the, fucking, on the table, fucking table. And if you are looking for somebody with this very detailed away. description. Oh, my God. Go to... Oh, it was posted 24 days ago. Oh, shit. I hope he found his soulmate. Yeah, I think they only have like 30 days on there for a, a posting. Maybe he'll re-up it. Maybe. It costs like five. To say that you wouldn't spend $5 on a soda, like fair, but it costs $5 to post on Craigslist. Even on Misconnections? I think. Huh. I po I mean, I sold a dresser and it cost me $5. Uh, but $5 for a soda or $5 for the love of your life? That's true. A man who's tenacious in an argument. God. <laughs> What does tenacious mean? I think that's a bad thing. Oh. I mean, unless it's, you know, um, what were you in? Fucking speech and debate. Unless it's like a debate that you have to win. But Tending to keep a firm hold of something. Clinging or adhering closely. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. That was amazing. Yeah. These need to be more regular um, because that's so funny. I, mean, I agree. Yes, I do like ice cream. Um. So again, props to these people for honestly and openly saying what they need, what yeah. they're looking for, being vulnerable. Because here's the thing, the same cannot always be said about yours truly, which is <laughs> what we're about to get into and some of our toxic behaviors. <laughs> really quick, we should start our own misconnections. So if you guys have them, email us a similar paragraph. <laughs> and we will read it. And we'll read it. Yeah. Well, Cass will because she reads them beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, honey, do me misconnections. Send it our way. Honeydoomepodcast.com. Wait, at gmail.com. <laughs> Honeydoomepodcast at gmail.com. Gmail yeah. Uh, okay, but back to, yes, toxicity. We had a recent episode with mm -hmm. Jen and M from Shrink Chicks mm -hmm. about toxicity. Um, it got a lot deeper than we were expecting. Yeah. So we didn't feel like our petty examples <laughs> fit. Yeah. Also, the answers they were giving dug deeper than how they like physically surface. Exactly. <laughs> but they're still worth noting because you and I haven't been able to stop talking about the petty shit we do mm -hmm. and how we can now apply this knowledge to that shit. So definitely listen to that episode if you yes. haven't yet. But once you're willing to look at yourself, you're like, fuck. <laughs> I do a lot of shit. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh-huh. I had like recently had a fight with my boyfriend right before we did that interview. Mm-hmm. And you talked to me after. You're like, aren't you glad we had that recently? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Now I can look back on things and uh, evaluate. Yeah. Feel not good about me. Feel not good about me. But then that feels like it's easier to solve because exactly. you're, you're the problem. I can fix me. Yeah. I can't fix you and your bullshit. I can't fix stupid. <laughs> It's my favorite saying. <laughs> so what is your toxic trait? Um, when I start dating someone, <clears throat> I definitely look at their, like who they're following and who mm. follows them on like Instagram. And when this used to be a feature, I used to track their likes and who they like mm. on Instagram. And so now I went through my current boyfriends who he follows mm-hmm. and he gave me some content. So thankfully I talked to him about it and I was yeah. nice enough. Cause I also have been in a relationship where my boyfriend at the time had made me unfollow people like Zac Efron because he was like intimidated that I followed Zac Efron. Okay, you wiener. I know, super wiener. So I never wanted to do that. Yeah. But I did bring up when a lot of the people that he followed were lingerie models and I was like, hey, looks fun for you. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, you're so dumb. And then would unfollow them and I'm like, I didn't ask to do that. I'm just saying I'm jealous and we can talk about that. Yeah, you need to express how it makes you feel. Even if you know, like, you don't need to feel that way. You don't need to feel jealous. That feeling still comes up. Yes. Like, just because I'm also rational doesn't mean the immediate emotion isn't going to come up. (laughs) Yeah. You see? Get fucked. Get fucked. Um, I also have been watching TikToks of this one girl who, like, is her claim to fame is that she is able to stalk the shit out of people oh. on social media. And I will also claim that one. I love a deep dive. A deep, deep dive. On just people and what they're up to and their new people and their ex-people. Mm. Oh, I love it. I love the drama. My husband gives me, like, no content for that. Yeah. So there's really nothing. You guys aren't really social media people. Yeah. But I feel like social media today it is like is a fucking weapon in relationships mm-hmm. and like you can get real toxic and go down that hole where do you think that comes from for you the needing to look at people's instagrams <laughs> the needing to be a psycho bitch um <laughs> you know i think a lot of my insecurities can be trailed back to feeling stupid and I hate feeling stupid or out of like the no, mm-hmm. like something's happening behind my back. Okay. So if I feel like, like, let's say I've never had a boyfriend do this, but that they're engaging with other people on social media behind my back and they're like acting single, mm-hmm. they're liking a bunch of shit, like appearing single and being flirtatious. And then I find that out, like that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. I like start looking at like who they're looking at. Okay. I, I feel know. like that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Fair. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I do more toxic things, but that was like a really obvious one for me. Okay. I know that I do. Right there. Right, right in the face. Slap me in the face. Yeah. Woke me up. The slap. How about you? Um, <laughs> I, I do toxic things. I've talked about them like in our last episode and the episode before. I mentioned right. a couple of like the random toxic things I do, like turning off my location so my husband can't track me. You did but not we, mention that. I didn't. I no. feel like I mentioned it last time. Um, yeah, I do that when I'm angry sometimes. Oh, I will maybe turn you did. off my location tracker. Um, uh-huh. but like, and then it gives you an update that I turned it off and it's just, it's very cunty. <laughs> That's so drama. It's so 
so dramatic and not safe no. <laughs> and just like not do you like leave do you leave sometimes <laughs> you leave to go somewhere and just turn off your location yeah where have you gone to i just drive around the neighborhood nice. one time and then one. i'll like park in our office parking lot and oh. stay there for like five minutes and be like why isn't he calling me <laughs> i turned off my location and he knows it so is it's what it is amazing. that i i haven't done Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I have done that recently. Yeah, I did that once. I was twice. <laughs> I was in a f- eight uh, times. <laughs> I was in a fight with my ex, um, old boyfriend, and I took the dog and I drove to like I'm an, taking the dog, taking the dog, dumbass. dumbass. <laughs> and I drove to an Outlook where I knew I'd have no service, mm. and it was far. Like it was like a forty minute drive, and he like just didn't know where I was. Was he scared? I don't really know if he gave a shit, to be honest. He's just like, what are you doing? I think I want them to feel fear. I want them to, like, want to come after me, which, you know. We go over that. I've had some people in my life not come after me that should have. But, um, so maybe it comes from there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other one that I was actually talking with my husband about this, um, it's an unreasonable ick (laughs) that I have that is so toxic and so wrong. Okay. Um, Food allergies. If somebody has a food allergy, <laughs> that is such an ick for me. And that is coming from somebody with a billion yeah, food allergies. You do. Like, I can't eat food without oh having God. a reaction. But if you have a food allergy, it gives me the ick and it pisses me the fuck off. And I was oh, telling this to my husband my and he's like, Cass, they can't help it. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> This is not the worst thing either of us have said. Oh my god, that's so I know, seriously. <laughs> Calm down. Sir. Calm down. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Unreasonable X. Is that a toxic trait that you get them easily? Because I also do too. I feel like it has to be toxic. Yeah. It's not okay. Why? Anti-relational. They anti-relational. are anti-relational. So yep. Yeah, that's so funny. I get so many icks. My boyfriend was like, I don't know how I've made it this far. You're in like, our I don't either. To be honest, you've hit a lot of them, and I don't know how you're here either. <laughs> like, I look past them because I love you, but like, <laughs> you've hit a lot. Like, tennis shoes with jeans. Love him, but that's his fucking staple. Ride or die is that outfit. If his he could take something uniform. to the grave, it would be running shoes and jeans. And a t shirt from and like a t-shirt a from a fun place. <laughs> A travel experience. <laughs> yeah, we went out this weekend, day trip. He got a shirt everywhere we stopped. That's four shirts. He got four shirts from different places. He just wants to remember your good times. I know. It was amazing. And wear them. And wear them. For all to see. <laughs> wear them out loud. Loud and proud. One of our first dates, he wore t-shirt or um, tennis shoes, jeans, white t-shirt mm. tucked into his jeans, and it was a clam shirt it just had a big old cartoon clam and that was one of his outfits i thought it said something it was like clam digging or something i thought it said got crabs or something no it's, it's like some clam pun but that's what he wore fucking hilarious and i remember you telling me that i was after. like untuck your shirt now. <laughs> take it untuck off. your goddamn t-shirt <laughs> you are not working on a farm <laughs> your goddamn t-shirt it was so embarrassing Sorry. That's really funny though about your icks. Yeah. Food allergies. Wow. So that's where I'm at. Um, okay. Let's turn the camera away from us. Away from me. I don't want to talk about me anymore. And back towards you. So one of the ones that really stuck out to me that you all submitted was being passive aggressive when your partner is out with their friends. Mm. Um, oh. 
I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar. I know her. Uh-huh. I know I've that one. Her. Yeah. Um, I've definitely gotten really upset when my partner is doing something and not checking in with me because I think it makes me feel like, oh, well, um, I just don't fucking matter anymore. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. Turn off my location. <laughs> Turn off my location. You're out. So am I. Yeah. Bet. Fucking mm-hmm. bet. God, because you know I have such bad FOMO. Mm-hmm. It's do. like angry FOMO at my partner when they do something without me. The best way to get you to do something is to say that I'm going to do it with somebody else anyways. <laughs> then you're like, well, I guess I'm in. I guess I'm in. <laughs> I guess I'm in. Fucking in. I know. Oh, that one resonates mm-hmm. with me hard. Yeah. I get so salty and like, God, it's because I want them to like text or call me more and like mm-hmm. be in a like in-depth communication with me. Like miss me. I want them to fucking miss me. Yeah. Be like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I wish I was with her. <laughs> Can't you do that for us? Come on. Come on. <laughs> the salty ass bitch that's just like riding you and you want them to like miss you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. wonder why you don't. Here's a question that I have if shrink chicks were here. I could express that as a need, but I don't think that's a healthy need. No. So if I express that, then what? I know. It's like, what are we supposed to do with that? Where do I put that? <laughs> what about my toxic needs? I know. Yeah. My, my toxic needs, my spiky needs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have to just like talk about it? I don't want to talk yes. about it. I don't want to work through that either. Mm-mm. I think they deserve to be met. <laughs> that's my final answer. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I mean, that one kind of goes with another one of mine is like the constant communication, mm-hmm. like especially when I'm mad in person and like my boyfriend now needs time to process and I fucking get on one. It's my worst favorite yep. part of my favorite <laughs> worst part of uh, them. least favorite part. Yeah, but it's so bad. Like they won't even be able to say anything right, but I will still say like talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. I think we have a little too much in common. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Well, my partner listened to our episode that we did on uh-huh. toxicity, talking about how my ability to, our ability to process things quicker does not mean we are better at fighting. Um, and now he'll be like, okay, I need 20 minutes. Oh. And I am like no. so mad. In those moments, and it's like, I know I have to fucking give that to you. Yeah. And I want to hurt you, too. I want to hurt you really bad. We should have them back on Shrink Chicks Mm -hmm. and have a private episode that we just share with, like, our boyfriends or partners or whatever. Like, see? They said you can't do that. (laughs) They said nope. They said nope. Mm -mm. Definitely not not for you. Mm -mm. Thanks. Maybe we can get a a voice note from them. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's ammo. Yeah. So we're working on it. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm giving space. Mm. Exactly. Um, doing the best I doing can. Doing the best we can. But my partner doesn't really have a lot of friends right now, so he doesn't really <laughs> leave the house. So that's not really something I have to worry so about. Honestly, I don't have to worry about that at this point much. in my life. <laughs> but sometimes he goes to visit his family. <laughs> and guess what? Ding, ding, ding. I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I get mad. Just about the lack of communication. Yeah. I know. I'm with you there. Okay. Um, to keep in like a toxic theme, mm-hmm. to wrap it up, I have a fun game that we mm-hmm. can play. Uh, I got it as inspo from You Up podcast. Okay. They play it. It's so funny. Um, red flag or deal breaker. Okay. 
So I have a few examples. I think we are both red flags and deal breakers. And deal breakers. <laughs> but it's like, imagine you have the most perfect partner. Okay. The best person. <laughs> Who comes to mind? <laughs> My husband. Okay. Just kidding. I love him. Um, there is absolutely like almost nothing wrong with them except mm-hmm. like this one thing. Okay. And is it a red flag? You notice it and you move on or mm-hmm. deal breaker and you have okay. to break up. Um, they're always 30 minutes late. Red flag. I feel like because. Because <laughs> I have that. You guys are the I same. have overlooked it. <laughs> yeah. That's a deal breaker for me. Really? Yeah. I fucking hate tardiness. <laughs> fair I hate when people are late mm-hmm. it's like a button for me that like when it gets pushed repeatedly it's so it makes me so mad my partner and I fight so I will not say I am the most on time person uh-huh. and I am a lot more on time than him I am never late to an appointment Right. I am never late to an appointment I was never late for class like I have I'm not late for things right um, I have been late to an appointment since Marrying him. If Got like it. we're going together, anything like that, I'm usually uh-huh. a couple minutes late. And it is gives me so much anxiety yeah. the pit of my stomach. A ton of anxiety, but red flag because I married him anyway. So Okay. Fair enough. Um, never wants to drive. That's probably a deal breaker for me because you because you don't really like driving. I'm a passenger princess. Yeah. Through and through. through You're and not through. gonna catch me at the wheel. <laughs> You're gonna catch me feet up, (laughs) snack balls deep in my mouth, drink by my side, pumping tunes, pumping tunes. That's where you'll find. That's where you'll find me. Yeah, I think deal breaker for me too because I like being taken care of. Yeah, I want to be like treated to something. And your your mama, (laughs) your mama likes to drink. She wants to be driven. Yeah. So that I can drink. And apparently, I'm your mom now. Well, there you go. So fuck off. Um is perfect in every single way, but unironically says and believes Saturdays are for the boys. (laughs) Are Saturday nights for the boys? All of Saturdays are for the boys. And by boys, I do not mean your two dogs. Uh, That's a deal breaker for me because I really like Saturdays and it would be really important to me to spend that time with them. Like has a flag. And I don't want to spend it with the boys. Or for the boys flag. Having to spend my Saturday with a lot of boys does not sound like my Saturday. My Saturday for this mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, deal breaker for me too. Um, they don't believe in anniversaries ever. Because every day should be celebrated? I guess that's up for interpretation. <laughs> you can flag. take that as you will. Okay. What about you? Probably red flag, but it would be super bummer because like, if they didn't celebrate things at all... Yeah, I would need celebrations elsewhere. Yeah, because I want to feel like something is like commemorated and romantic. Mm-hmm. And I love Valentine's Day. Doesn't like Valentine's Day is a deal breaker for me. Okay. Not really, but it's a red flag. I love Valentine's Day. I know it's a Hallmark holiday. Does boyfriend like Valentine's Day? I haven't asked. I'm going to say no. I could see it. <laughs> I don't think you got a good shot with that I don't that think one. he likes it. But I love it. I think it's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck, it's, everything's pink and there's hearts. Yeah. And candy. It's our office. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like my office. Our office is Valentine's Day themed. <laughs> it really is. It's so cutie. <sighs> okay. The last one I'll do is insist everything gets split evenly. Even for the littlest thing, they will Venmo charge Deal you. Deal breaker. That's, I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, you don't believe in every, sharing everything? No. Always? Gross. <laughs> Gross. 
gross. Yeah. Um, Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I do not think that like my partner needs to pay for everything. He makes more <laughs> money than I do. So pause, <laughs> pause. I also think that things need to be equitable. Yeah. Um, I think equity is better than equality because it would be based like if your incomes are different I think you should pay different amounts and I actually saw a TikTok talking about this where one partner was saying everything should be equal just because I make more money doesn't mean that I should have to pay more for things but I just think that's kind of shitty in a partnership yeah that's my I guess that's an interesting thought because my initial thought is to agree with you like yes Mm -hmm. if you make more money it is nicer for you to pay for more Mm -hmm. I would, this would be a complete deal breaker for me. Cause I yeah. feel like I'm a very, like, I'll, I'm a generous person. I feel yeah. like no matter what, I want the other people to not feel insecure about mm-hmm. money. So if it's easier for me to take the bill, like, let's say it's under $50, right. like, easy. That's fine. I won't ask you to spend it. Mama's that. got it. Mama's got it. Mama likes wine. <laughs> Mama and put on the plastic. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if they're not willing to do that same thing, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just disrespectful. It feels icky and mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that is interesting about, I was watching Love is Blind and she, so this couple, the man was going back to school, so he wasn't going to have a job and she was going to have a job back in like another state. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I feel like now that we're married or will be married, we need to split everything, including my rent. So she wanted him to like help split her rent because they'd be married. Was she paying half his rent? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that would mean for like his situation. Yeah, I I don't know. That's really interesting. I guess it depends on like the individual's financial situations. My yeah. husband and I have always done like if somebody's making more then that person pays more. Most of the time we have made the same amount, like right. to the dollar basically. So yeah. it hasn't really been a thing. Um but I just I don't know. It yeah. feels weird to me to make Money's more hard. and not give more. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It is funky. Money's weird. Mm-hmm. It brings out a lot of weird things mm-hmm. in relationships. There's a lot of deal breakers for me around money, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I don't have them off the top of my head. But yeah, like being just weird about money or not mm-hmm. saving or not planning, mm-hmm. being very, I don't know. There's Not a being able breakers. to talk about money, yes. I think, is a really big thing. My yeah. partner and I have started really, really talking about money and making sure like we are fully aware of literally everything that is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's so much less anxiety inducing to yeah. just have a great, even if things aren't great one right. month, it feels better knowing exactly how not great it will be yep. versus like, hope this goes through. Fingers <laughs> crossed here. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel good and I think don't a lot of people get divorced over money? I feel like yeah, there's a statistic like, of like it's one of the number one yeah. reasons for divorce. So I feel like if you start talking, not that I personally don't think that divorce is like the worst thing that can happen. I think people grow apart, whatever. Totally. Um, and if you are looking to prevent it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like talking about money is a really good way to do that. Yeah. And not splitting everything 50-50, even if it's like $2. Yeah. Get fucked. It says 41% of divorce of Gen Xers is uh, by money or because Mm. of money. That's interesting. That's one above us, right? Yeah. Yeah. And 29% of boomers. That's because they're all like, eh, we got to live with each other. Yeah. (laughs) Ride or die. They're the ride or die generation. (laughs) They're the waiting to die. (laughs) There we go. We got to get out of this one. (laughs) How do we do this? Uh, Well, that was really fun. That was fun. 
thanks for, thanks for hanging, hanging out. out with us. Yeah. yeah. If you want to hang out in our comments of Apple Podcasts, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe over there. Yeah. Um, and be nice. Because As kindness world go around i was thinking the same thing mind meld um yeah we'll see you next week bye. bye thanks to state farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives like a good neighbor state farm is there talk to your local agent today